Undoubtedly, one of the most thought-provoking inyonim that we find in the Torah is in this week's parsha, the parsha Vahib in Soya Ha'orah in the Yomim Moshe Kuma Hashem Yofutsu Aivecho Vyonusim Sanecho Miponecho Uvenucho Yoyma Shuva Hashem Rivevo Yisalfe Yisrael. Two psukim. 85 letters, and these two psukim are encircled by a nun at the beginning, a backward nun, and a backward nun at the end. What does this signify? So about that there's a machlekes tanoim. In Masech the Shabbos, Davkuf Tesvavim Beis. Tana Rabbanon, Vayibin Tzay Ha'orin Vayoyma Moishe, Parashat Zu Haseilak, Osala HaKadosh Baruch Hu Simnei Esma Lamalo, Lamato. HaKadosh Baruch Hu made special simonim for this parasha, before and after. Loimar She'ein Zemekoyma. It comes to teach us that it's not in the right place. Gemara says later, where, what, what is the right place? Where does it belong? So the Gemara answers, it belongs in the parish of the Degolim. In other words, it was placed in the wrong place, and the right place is in the parish of the Degolim. Rashi says that the Degolim is the parish of, in Parshas Bamidbo, the Pesach says over there, Venosa Oyel Moyet. So over there it would be appropriate to say, Vahibin Soyar Oren. The Balaturim points out that according to this Pirish, it's amazing that if you count back from Vahibin Soyar to Venosa Oyel Moyet, you have 50 parishes. So that's why there's a backward nun. I could use some help with counting 50. I only came up with 48, 49. But nonetheless, that's what the Balaturim says. Others say that the Pasha belongs somewhere else. You could leave that for another time. But either way, regardless, the Pasha doesn't belong over here in Baha'u'llah. So that's one opinion. That's the opinion of the Tanakama. Rabbi Oimeh, Rabbi says, No, there's another explanation. It comes to teach me that it's a safer for itself. Why is it a safer for itself? In which way? Because we have a passage that says, Chotzva Amudeha Shiva. So there are seven Sifrei Torah. In other words, we are familiar that there are five Chumashim. Bereshis, Shmois, Vayikra, Bamidva, and Dvor. So this opinion holds not so. That really there are seven. There's Bereshis, Shmois, Vayikra. There's Bamidbar, Til, Vayihib, and Soya. Vayihib, and Soya. 
after Vayahid bin Tzoya till the end of Bamidbar and Sefer Dvorim, seventh Sforim in the Torah. Again, according to the first opinion, that's Rabbi Shimon Amliel, the Gemara says that the reason that it was put over here was because we wanted to be Mafrid ben Aparonius, because the Pasuk says before, this is the way the Ramban explains, that Yisru Mehar Hashem, that they left the Har Hashem, and Chazal say that they left the Har Hashem, this was the first time that they left Har Sinai, and Chazal say that they left like a child leaving the school, running away from school, ah, I don't want to be in school. And then afterwards you have the Kivrei Satavo, and then you have Chatzeyos, Asafsuf. So the Torah didn't want to say all these bad things together, so this Torah stuck in in the middle by Ibn Soya. This is a synopsis of the, what Chazal teaches us about this parasha of Ibn Soya. Now, first of all, these bad words, Nunim. So the Gemara doesn't say what simon you should make. The Gemara says that there should be a simon, but the Gemara doesn't say that they should be backward nunim. The concept of backward nunim comes from the Zohar Kodesh. The Zohar Kodesh said that there should be a nun afuch at the beginning and a nun afuch at the end. Now this created in halachic literature a big, big tumult because came along the Marshal and here you have to just be a little bit historically inclined. You all realize that the Zohar Kodesh was not available for a thousand years. And only in the 1200s, in the time of the Ramban, did the Zohar come back to life. So when the Marshal was around in 1500 or so, he was still very, very uh, on guard. He didn't want people to get carried away and use the Kabbalah against what was accepted halacha. So he has a truth about these non and he says you can't write non-nafuchin. Because we know that if you have a Sefer Torah, and the Sefer Torah has a letter too much or a letter too little, so that passes the Sefer Torah. So he says, so how could you put in non-nafuchin when the, when the Gemara doesn't say anywhere that you should put in an extra letter? Just because the Zayar says, that's not a, that's not a reason. I, the Gemara says you should make simonin, the Seder, Simonim, yeah, but not, not, a, not a backward nun. So the Mashal is very, very sharp about not putting a nun in Afuchit. Comes along the Naidu Yehuda, and the Naidu Yehuda has a beautiful thought, and he says, true, you're not allowed to make Oiseus, extra Oiseus, or not enough Oiseus, to add a letter, to take off a letter, that would be improper, you're not allowed to do that. But let's say somebody just uh, spills a little ink on the Sefer Torah and some, uh, some mark comes off, some design or some, something or other. So he says that doesn't pass all the Sefer Torah, only an extra letter passes the Sefer Torah. So Mamele, a backward nun is not a letter. A nun is a letter. The Zoya doesn't say to put a nun at the beginning, the Zoya says to put a backward nun. Backward nun is not a letter, you don't have to worry, that doesn't pass all the Sefer Torah. Just if we're already on the topic, Ramosha Feinstein says that you have to be careful when somebody gets a new Sefer Torah and the Sefer 
often numbers the the Amudim and the Sefer Torah. I've been I've seen Sefer Torah like this that they were using in the Shulchan. And the Moshe Feinstein says that you have to be machmir and you must erase those letters because those letters could be extra letters and the Sefer Torah becomes possible if it has a if it has an extra letter. So again, so the Maushal doesn't allow the Nunda Nafulchim. And the Lord Yudha says that the Nunda Nafulchim are beseda because it's not called an extra letter. It's called just like a blotch. It's something like that's spilled on the... Just some, some sort of design. We don't take that seriously. That doesn't pass all the Sefer Torah. So we do have Nunda Nafulchim and everything as well. And we learn a lot of halachas in the Gemara and Shabbos. The Gemara and Shabbos says that you're allowed to save Kisvei Kodesh, even though you're not allowed to try to save stuff. If things are burning on Shabbos, Chas Shalom, if one's home is burning, so in certain situations, we're not allowed to go and save our belongings. However, Kisvei Kodesh, we're allowed to save. What's considered Kisvei Kodesh? So the Gemara says, if it has Pehei if it has 85 letters, what's so special about 85 letters? Because since you see that there's a, an entire Sefer by Ibn Sayyid that has Peyeyosius, so that shows that it has importance. So any time you find Kisve Kodesh that has in it at least 85 letters, so the din is that you're allowed to save it. There's another very, very special idea that I wanted to share with you about these Psukim from the Chidot. The Chidah says that this parasha, Vayibin Tzoyah Oren Vayoyman Moshe, such a special parasha, that the day is going to come that the parasha of Vayibin Tzoyah is going to open up and it's going to write in there all the travels, all the trials and tribulations that the Jewish people went through in the Golos. So it's going to be a much, much, much bigger safer. All the, the, in Spain and Europe and Middle East, or everything, everything the Jews, Babylon, everything that the Jews went through in the time of the Golos is going to be recorded in this safer that's called Vayyibn Sayyah. So let's give a little, let, let, let's think about this a little more in depth. First of all, I want to remind you, I want to remind you that 